There is a country beyond that which is known to humankind. A stray country. A country that exists west of October. Whose borders are somewhere between midnight train whistles and the distant hell of a dog. A country that lies somewhere in the stitched and jittering static between radio stations. A country that drifts through America like a traveling salesman. But every now and then stops the nest on a small town. A small church. A single street. And maybe, just maybe, some kind of delayed radio broadcast you've stuffed in your ears. Chapter 12 Billy, it was just one cigarette. There you are. Jeez, Billy, hey, watch the windows. You want to teach to see you? Stay where you are. I'm coming down. But Billy did not listen to Jack. Hey, damn it, Billy. I said stay where you are. But Billy did not stay where he was. I said I'm coming down, not come on up. But Billy came on up. Jack was halfway down the tree when he met Billy halfway up. An older brother smacked a younger brother upside the head. Jesus H. Christ, what the hell's wrong with you? God damn it. You afraid of getting caught? I'll tell you how you get caught. By being a goddamn idiot. That's how. No reason to cut class if Eddie's dead. Jack's words clattered silently in the browning grass below. What? what? Eddie's dead, Jack. What do you mean, Eddie's dead? God damn it, I mean Eddie's dead! Whoa, okay, calm down. Tell me what happened. Some older kids were talking. They said he was found dead this morning. Okay, well, I mean, that sucks. Eddie was a cool enough guy. I mean, usually. I guess not on Monday, he was kind of a dick to us about the cigarette, but normally he was, well... It was that time he pants me in gym class. And now that I'm thinking about it, there was also that time he choked me till I passed out. And the time he gave me a sip of his soda then told me he hawked a loogie in it. Okay, so Eddie was actually a dickwad. But I mean, Jack looked at Billy. He was crying. Hey, yo, what's going on? I mean, you didn't even know Eddie before Monday. Billy was crying. Billy, yo, what's up? Billy. Billy was crying, and there was something very, very wrong in the tears. Jack could smell it. His voice turned dark like a dead star. How did he die? Billy's eyes washed with projectionist tears. Played a film. Jack watched. It was silent and grainy and unfocused as hell, but Jack got the gist of it. More than the gist. You think it was because of the cigarette? Billy nodded. Billy, it was just one cigarette. They found him suffocated by a plastic sack. What do you mean a plastic sack? A plastic sack! 
like the one you get at the gas station or see flying around schoolyards or busy streets on windy days. Jack nodded. He knew the type. Billy, plastic sacks ain't ghosts or people's souls or whatever you think they are. They're just... plastic. And he had a date with Jenny Hale. So? Tonight! And? Jack! She's the whole reason he smoked a cigarette to begin with. And it worked. But what boy in the world kills himself the night before a date with the hottest girl in school? Jack didn't answer. He wanted to say Eddie. Eddie does it. Eddie fucking Schneider. Because Eddie doesn't give any fucks. Yeah, because Eddie smokes cigarettes on school property. And Eddie don't got no use for nudie mags because he's too busy trying to get real girls clothes off. Eddie, who chokes boys in junior high halls between classes. Eddie, who takes other kids' purchase sodas and gives them half price and they thank him for it. No, Eddie does what he wants, when he wants, always has, always would have. And that included killing himself using a plastic sack to stop up all the dirty oxygen the developing film strip world shoved down his throat. But Jack couldn't. He couldn't say these things because Eddie was a boy, and as a boy he knew that not even Eddie would do that. No, because it was DNA and evolution. Something about women, capital W, men needed. Something about how they held the whole world in their womb. How every future president and artist and writer and filmmaker and financier and philosopher and just goddamn time itself was held against the full future in their bellies. You want to bet on the future? Bet on a woman. Isn't that what the Bible meant when it said, It is not good that the man should be alone. And what was it he had read in Bradbury somewhere? Women nest in time, our time, yeah, something like that. And the next line he could remember by word, they make the flesh that holds fast and binds eternity. So yeah, you got women's bellies, what are potter to the clay of time, right? And men know it, somehow with their groin, which is smarter than their brains, because their brains say I can do it without, and their groins say no you can't, and no man's ever won that battle, has he? And Jack! Jack shook his head. Thoughts rattled away like autumn leaves. He could see the trunk of the tree, the above-ground roots of the conversation. He blinked, opened his mouth, picked up words meant to be said thirty seconds ago, words that tasted a little different. So what, Billy? So Eddie smokes a dead lady's cigarette and kills himself with a piece of garbage. So what? It's a coincidence, Billy. I mean, coincidences happen. Like that sweet roll on the news that looked like Mother Teresa. How many sweet rolls have been made what didn't look like anyone? And how many sweet rolls are made in the whole world in one day? And if you times that by 365 days a year in 10 years, I'll be damned if you don't get one that does look like whoever you want. And what's God care about sweet rolls anyways? Like God's gonna show us the Bible ain't just bullshit by putting a nun's face on a sweet roll. Like that's his proof? 
That's supposed to let us know he's up in the sky. What? Is he up there thinking? I want to let him know I care about him. But I sure can't do anything too obvious. Can't holler out of the sky and they've already gotten kind of used to that rainbow. I know. I'll put Jesus Christ's face on a croissant in France. That'll let him know God's thinking about him. And do you know how many plastic sacks are out there in the world? Think about it. All the gas stations and all the grocery stores in the world, and they all have the same goddamn sack with different print on them. Of course you're going to see them everywhere. They are everywhere. And if you were Eddie and pissed or mad or sad or whatever, and you wanted to kill yourself, and you didn't have a gun or a knife or a razor blade, or maybe you did and you didn't have the guts, and maybe you just had rope but didn't know how to tie a proper knot because you weren't a Boy Scout, well, maybe, well, maybe... Just maybe you'd remember how I ever warned you 11, 70 bazillion times as a kid not to put that sack over your head. I don't think he killed himself, Jack. You don't? Jack was quiet. No. I think he smoked a cigarette then. That's crazy, Billy. A kid can't die from one cigarette. How many do you think the old lady smoked in her life? Mary Brogan? A hundred thousand? I mean, smoking's gotta be like eating a meal, right? So say, three times a day, seven days a week? Jack was punching numbers into his calculator wristwatch. Four weeks in a month, twelve months in a year. She probably started when she was like, what, twenty? So what, sixty thousand four hundred and eighty cigarettes the old lady smoked in her whole life? And they even what killed her. So no, no way, no way one cigarette smoked by one kid on one day could ever hurt anyone ever. Not even if it was a cigarette held in a dead lady's hand on Halloween. No way. Not possible. You hear Billy. The mask says otherwise. But the salesman in Jack's voice was not there. Even he couldn't sell what he had just said. Jack, Billy said with a whisper as good as a shout. I think he smoked the cigarette. Then the ghost in the garbage came for him. No, I mean, come on, Billy, there aren't any ghosts in the... Jack's voice trailed off. He began to think of all the dumpsters behind schools, gas stations, grocery stores, restaurants, churches, the mall, the little lunatic world of trash he had always avoided, been afraid of, never knew why. Of course, there was a scent. But if it were only the smell that had offended him, why could he remember the various dumpsters behind stores with the precision of a murder scene? If it were only the smell, why could he remember the sights at all? Each one like its own crime scene. If it was just everywhere dumpsters, only omnipresent debris depots, why could he remember each one to a person? Person, why had he thought person instead of dumpster? The brown or blue metal tins with black plastic lids and their industrial strength stickers cattle branding each one to its respective trash rancher. And if dumpsters were simply garbage stockrooms, why lock them behind gates? Because people only lock doors for one of two reasons to keep someone from getting in, like banks and jewelry stores, which are silly because who'd want to get at the garbage? So that couldn't be it. Which left the second reason, the foundation of the whole prison system, which was to keep something bad from getting out.
Jack. It's in our lungs, too. Jack blinked. And Jack was taken back on a cinema ride behind his own eyes to the second-hand shit show of Monday when the makeshift manufactorium air freighted with burnt tobacco and ghost stories was lung-slung their way. When the soot and slag symphony was catapulted their direction by the only conductor's baton known to speed up the time signature of life. The smoke spat at them, full of sideways rain rolled in paper and preserved from Pittsburgh's dirtiest industrial day, had been taken into their nostrils, hacked up their breath, web-crawling their lungs, slaughtering one or two seconds of their lives and pinning time like dead butterflies to the inside of their lungs. Jack remembered, like a developing Polaroid, and he said, Oh shit. <laughs>